Thanks for tuning in to homilies at St. Mary's Catholic Center. We're glad you're here. This homily was given by Father Will Stratton, pastor of St. Mary's Catholic Center. Let's listen in. It's a great blessing to be here in this new church for the first celebration of this beautiful solemnity of Christ's birth. Come together here in this new space to celebrate Christmas. I'd like to focus a little bit on the homily of this the word or the verb to see. What have you come to see? Um, just kind of this image of the shepherds who encounter the angels. Even at Jesus' birth, we hear this phrase, be not afraid, which is scattered throughout all of the scripture. Be not afraid. And the angels send the shepherds to this manger to see this child who is to be our Savior, who is God, who has entered into human flesh and has come as a child. And they have come to see him, to gaze upon him, to encounter him. So what have you come to see? Maybe you've come to see the new church. Maybe this is the first time here in this new space. Uh, maybe you've come to see this new space decorated, right? Excited to see um, how this church has been transformed and decorated for this beautiful feast of Christmas. Maybe you have come to see and to encounter again um, that our Savior has come as we again, in the reality of our life, celebrate his birth. You know, we hear, um, of course, we've been all the way through Advent hearing of the, the, the prophecies, the prophesying of the coming of a Savior. Definitely, we've been hearing throughout the prophet of Isaiah. You know, as I was reflecting, you know, a little bit just connected to this church. You know, when I was a student here in the late 90s, definitely I heard Bishop Mike Sis speak about a new church that would be built. They even purchased this property here um, with the hopes maybe possibly it could be the space for a new church. I became the associate here in 2011 and began to hear again Bishop David speaking about a new church. One day there will be a new church here at St. Mary's. Definitely a few years later, having conversations with Father Brian and him showing me the plans that had come together, the architectural plans for this new church, and recognizing the money had been raised and we were getting closer, and then being able to come back here as the pastor and to be able to see the reality of this church being built. And to celebrate the dedication earlier this July, to be able to celebrate um, the first sacraments of initiation here on November the 17th, um, many weddings, even a couple of funerals, uh, different daily mass and weekend masses. Definitely today coming together to celebrate here again in this new space of Christmas, the birth of Christ. So this image, this idea of us hearing about things and then in reality, they take place. They happen. And many times, maybe we have also heard things that will happen or that will take place. And sometimes our belief depends on our relationship with that person. Sometimes our belief might also depend upon our faith. Sometimes, again, our uh, belief might depend on our knowledge and our understanding and our growth. Um, God promised to David that a son of his line would sit upon his throne and that his covenant would not come to an end. 
and that for eternal for eternity um, God would guide his people that he would love us that he would encounter us back with our father we hear very beautifully in that second reading it says that grace um, was sent sent in the world to save us so it's great even as a priest of 14 years uh, sometimes you have to go back to the catechism so i went and looked up the word grace to see what the catechism had to say and the definition actually is very interesting um and sure i took a class in the seminary on grace um, but maybe that was a while ago uh, but it said that grace is a free and undeserved gift a free and undeserved gift that is given to us that we may respond to our vocation and our vocation is to be adopted children of God so grace was sent in the world Jesus Christ was sent in the world as a free gift he came into the world that we may respond to our vocation which is to be children to be children of our Heavenly Father to truly live out our own baptism definitely the power of light right light that shines at the Easter vigil, the Easter candle, light that shines um, at our baptism, even the light, the Easter candle that shines at our funeral, um, the light that shines tonight as our Savior is born and enters into our reality, who gives us life, um, who gives us hope. So my invitation to you is, how do we respond, right? How do we, because that really is a key word there, how do we respond to this gift that has been given to us? this grace, um, this gift, that we may truly live as adopted children of God in our own daily life. And so what I might say to you, um, again, how, again, maybe you're in a place of St. Mary where you need to continue to ponder this. Maybe you're at a place that you're ready to ponder this grace that has been given, this gift that has been given. Maybe you're a place that you're ready to, like St. Joseph, to respond, to respond to God's invitation to protect and care for this child Jesus. Maybe you're even at a place of, of St. Elizabeth and St. John the Baptist who are ready to proclaim and to speak out about this light and about um, this beautiful grace that has entered into your life and has entered into this world. Wherever you are at, how are God calling you to respond to the grace of this gift um, that he has given to us of this child here at Christmas. And I might just conclude with this sense of coming to see. Um, my hope is that over this uh, Christmas season that maybe this word will continue to, um, continue to stir in your own heart. What are you coming to see? What are you coming to adore? Um, it's pretty powerful at the beginning of our Mass today to be able to uh, kneel and to adore the child Jesus um, in the manger. Many of you come to church. Many of you come to adoration. Many of you come to adore, to see, and to encounter. During this Christmas season, how might the Lord be calling you to just adore? Just to adore him, to see him. And maybe you could ponder that question. What am I coming to see? What am I looking for? Um, and not to be afraid to share that with the Lord, what is on your heart, what you want, what you're looking for, what you hope that he will give to you or that he will be with you. So what are you coming to see? I think it's always kind of neat. And again, I'm not too sure. I don't really pay attention to manger scenes all that 
uh, much, but I'm always intrigued by ours of how many sheep there are. And I think I've talked about this a few times, and I kind of counted them as I was kneeling there, and there was, I think, more sheep there than there are shepherds and other animals. And I think that that kind of, at least for me, kind of shares that um, many times Jesus refers to us in Scripture as his sheep. Sometimes we're a lost sheep. He comes to save us, right? Um, he comes to bring us back. Um, sheep who follow, sheep who come to know um, their father's voice, their shepherd's voice, um, sheep who come to learn and to be taught, right? And so we as sheep, um, and so where sheep are, there are also shepherds, right? One to lead them. So Jesus says, right, where two or more are gathered, I am in your presence, right? So Jesus is in our presence in your home where two or more are gathered. Jesus is here in our presence of the community of our church, uh, Jesus is in your presence where two or more of you are gathered um, in your apartment, in your dorm, um, in your home, in your workplace. God is present. We are sheep and how we are attentive to him leading us and teaching us. How are we, again, what are we coming to see? What are we coming to encounter? What are we coming to, in a deeper way, experience during this Christmas? Pretty awesome. In our church, you might know this, but we celebrate this solemnity of Christmas for eight days. We call it the octave of Christmas. Uh, eight has a particular meaning in our church, right? It was creation happened in six days. Um, seventh day, God rested. And on the eighth day, Jesus rose from the dead. Um, and we would say for us as Christians that this is uh, the new beginning. Uh, we are called to live the eighth day, to live um, in Christ, who has risen from the dead, who is free of sin, as we heard in that first reading. He frees us um, from sin, from our ancient adversary. He comes to set us free. And how are we ready to respond to this freedom? And so we have this eight days to celebrate. Catholics really know how to celebrate, right? My encouragement is to really celebrate and enjoy these next eight days. Continue to ponder in your heart what you are looking for, what you have come to see. Continue to recognize how, again, God is calling you um, to know him, to encounter him. And what it might be he leading you to in this year as you invite him into a deeper way into your life. Maybe he might be calling you to gather a few other sheep together and to lead them as a small group. Maybe he is calling you to lead and guide your family, sharing and living out your faith. Maybe he is calling you to just be a sheep and to come and to sit at his feet and listen and to receive. How can we continue to receive and to accept this beautiful gift of our Savior, this beautiful grace into our life and continue to impact us? May it continue to um, allow us to with joy to respond to the giver of this gift, who is truly our Father, who loves us and has come to save us and has not forgotten us. Thanks for listening. We pray that this homily brought you closer to Christ and his church. To learn more about St. Mary's mission to form apostles for the church and the world, please visit aggiecatholic.org today. Thanks, God bless, and giggle.